from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, books born in American history. You're the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, the relentless patriot Frank. What's going on, relentless patriots? Relentless patriot Frank here, saying hello to the rest of you all tonight. Wanted to uh, again thank you for joining our channel, joining our group, and we have a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. My goodness, from the Capitol, quote unquote, raid and riots to the Constitution, where do I begin? What, what, and and all of us know that there was an extremely great thing that happened today. President Trump, and yes, I will say President Trump, because he's always going to be my president, was officially acquitted on all those false impeachment charges. This is the third attempt to get rid of a great man. A great man. I mean, that, that's probably the best news I've heard, despite, you know, the, uh, the past two months already, right? So, as usual, guys, let's get started with our nightly reading of the Constitution. And this has a lot to do with what's going on. This is from the Federalist Papers, okay, and Federalist Paper number 26. The idea of restraining the legislative authority in regard to the common defense considered. So in other words, restraining the authority that is currently holding us hostage. Hostage from our freedom and our rights by enforcing these ridiculous mask mandates and these unconstitutional vaccines, all a byproduct of the deep state. And this one in particular was written by Alexander Hamilton. It was a thing hardly to be expected that in a popular revolution, the minds of men should stop at that happy mean which marks the salutary boundary between power and privilege and combines the energy of government with the security of private rights. A failure in this delicate and important point is the great source of, this, of the inconveniences we experience. And if we are not cautious to avoid a repetition of the error in our future attempts to rectify our system, we may travel from one chimerical project to another. We may try change after change, but we shall never be likely to make any material change for the better. The idea of restraining the legislative authority in the means of providing for the national defense is one of those refinements which owe their origin to a zeal for liberty more ardent than enlightened. We have seen, however, that it has not had thus far an extensive prevalency, that even in this country, where it made its first appearance, Pennsylvania and North Carolina are the only two states by which it has been in any degree patronized, and that all others have refused to give it the least countenance. Wisely judging that confidence must be placed somewhere, that the necessity of doing it is implied in the very act of delegating power, and that it is better to hazard the abuse of that confidence than to embarrass the government and endanger the public safety by restrictions on the legislative authority. So what Alexander Hamilton is talking about is the idea of restraining legislative authority. And what happens if you do? He literally says here that the zeal for liberty becomes ardent. 
becomes important, becomes something that we the people must fight to preserve. And if these entities, the power entities that we put in office, the people that we elect, are not checked and challenged, including President Trump, because we, we, we all can agree that he hasn't exactly done everything to, you know, to the T, to the letter. Um, we still must always check and challenge our politicians. This is why, most importantly, that we need term limits. It's right here in the Constitution, guys. You know, Alexander Hamilton, a great man, and I just find it ridiculous that BLM still wanted to remove his statue, even after the fact when, uh, before he died, he set all his slaves free. He didn't keep anything a secret. He was very honest for a, uh, you know, a quote-unquote tyrant. The way BLM and the left like to label, you know, the white colonials of the past. It's getting ridiculous out there. Like, Maxine Waters said today, or the other day, I have ever glorified, never, never, never glorified, or encouraged violence against Republicans. Meanwhile, here she is, June 23rd, 2018, literally saying that she, uh, all her supporters, all the, all the people on the left, should go out and bully others, especially Trump supporters, some they're not welcome in their towns, kick them out. It's like Maxine, crazy Maxine. You're worse than sleepy Joe Biden with your rhetoric. And then you want to deny it. All these politicians, they say something, and then the minute, the minute you call them out on, oh, I never said that. Like, take take Alexandria, you know, exaggeration o Cortez. Oh, I never said that uh, Ted Cruz was coming after me during the, you know, the Capitol, quote-unquote, riot. Uh, yeah, you did. And now you're saying that, no, I didn't. Give me a break. All this, you know, hypocritical nonsense spewing from the Democrat left, the double standards, is grotesque. You know? And um, this leads me to the next liar of the day. Cuomo. What is wrong with this man? He lied and covered up the death of nearly 20,000 senior citizens. He put healthy senior citizens with senior citizens that had COVID, got them all sick, refused to give them the proper health care that they needed, put them all on ventilators because that, that's what you know killed all of them to begin with. Because that's what they want. That's what he wants. He is a terrible person and he covered it up at all these nursing homes. You know, New York... You need the truth about Cuomo and his administration and the cover-up of all those deaths. I really feel terrible. Like, you need a, not just a federal investigation, you need a we the people investigation. I mean, his top aide confessed in private that the administration suppressed the true COVID toll in the homes. And she, and she herself offered an apology, not to just the thousands of New York families, but to the Democratic lawmakers who are trying to defend Cuomo. I mean, you're trying to put the Republicans in a political position, but yet you're just sitting there and, and uh, pretending, pretending that Cuomo didn't do anything wrong. And that's why we, that's why, you know, for the most part, you have good people that are lawyers and you have bad people that are lawyers. People that are willing to preserve and protect the Constitution, and ones that are oath breakers. People that can't keep a damn promise. They can't. They can't protect the innocent. They just protect the guilty, because they get a paycheck at the end of the day. 
Liberty is always blind, and that's one of the reasons why I never say, never trust the politician or their team or their administration, especially if they're a career one. And I really hope he does get impeached. I mean, if there was ever one person that I would want removed from the Northeast, aside from Governor Murphy, Wolf, a lot of them, is Cuomo. Because everything this quote-unquote king does, if you notice, they all everyone else follows. Everybody else follows. And it's really terrible to see that because at the end of the day, we have nothing but followers in our government. We have zero leadership. They tried to get rid of our leader, Trump, and look what happened. Sooner or later, it's going to come to bite him in the behind. And it did. And I hope it continues. I hope Trump pursues. And I think it's awesome that he uh, made an office down in Florida. That was awesome. You know, the office of the, of the former president. I mean, hell, if Joe Biden can make up a magical position before he got, you know, elected, wrongfully, of course, and illegally, um, then so can Trump. And I think it's ridiculous that uh, at the end of the day, guys, like, we know what the deep state is. We know what their agenda is. If you go to 1983, like everyone, okay, let me start over with that. Everyone's pissed off about the Capitol raid. But a lot of you don't realize that they were led in through the back door. By these so-called police officers. Doesn't that seem suspicious to you? You have a whole bunch of Antifa members. They were allowed to walk in, chant whose streets are streets on the way in. They had cover-up CNN reporters filming the whole thing. They had Black Lives Matter there. Who let them all in? Why is no one asking that question? Where is our facts? Where are the people, you know, taking these mongrels to court? Who paid them to do that? And who paid that police officer to just gradually let them in? As if that was okay. You know, I mean, on Instagram, guys, and on, uh, you know, before they took down Parlor, there were tons and tons of videos of that Viking helmet guy. I forgot his name right now, but let's call him Scumbag. And this scumbag was allowed to walk right in, do whatever he wanted, let a whole bunch of people... Yes, there were some Trump supporters, and unfortunately one woman got killed. But Trump supporters did not initiate this whole thing. We cannot blame it on them. You know, unfortunately, some people made some poor decisions. It wasn't It wasn't in, um, in part the whole entire group. Okay, so let's not place the blame on them. Look no, look no further than the Antifa Stannies, the BLM insurgents, the paid FBI informants, the deep state legislators that designed this whole thing to make we the people, the true patriots of this country, look bad. And at the end of the day, yeah, Parler, Instagram, all these, and even Telegram, showed all these videos of these liberals, these truly, truly privileged halfwits, waltz into the Capitol building like it was no big deal. Even the police didn't bother kicking them out. They were literally escorting them in. And no one batted an eye. Everyone acted like, oh, they were let in because of their white privilege. How about they were let in because they were, they were part of the same operation that have brainwashed all of you guys out there. All you lefty tards, all you rhinos. How about you wake up to that fact? You know, like, if you don't 
remember this particular date, November 7, 1983. That's when the May 19th Communist Organization detonated a bomb in the Senate in an attempt to kill Republicans and President Reagan. Susan Rosenberg, the same person who is now considered an administrator for Black Lives Matter, she was arrested back then for doing the, and orchestrating the bombing. And she was pardoned by Bill Clinton. I mean, <laughs> where have we gone to, guys? Like, I guess bombing the U.S. Capitol is different than a whole bunch of fake Trump supporters waltzing right into the Capitol building because they have, quote-unquote, white privilege. I mean, what should we call bombing the U.S. Capitol then? Just a fluke. Happened by accident. That poor lady, Susan Rosenberg, she didn't mean to do anything. I mean, that, that was the worst day, in my opinion, for the Capitol building and in U.S. history where a nutjob got away with bombing our Capitol. I mean, you figure Timothy McVeigh was a, you know, or yeah, Timothy McVeigh was also like a psycho. And yeah, although his intentions were good, Bombing a place is never good. Violence is never good. It doesn't matter where it comes from. If you decide to do that because you feel you need to prove your point by killing others, then you're a weakling. You know, there's a certain way to fight in this country. And sooner or later, guys, I mean, I hate to tell you this, but we might have to come down to that. We might have to. Because the people on the left continue to push us further, further off the edge. And we're hanging on by one finger now. Not just one hand, one finger. You know, so remember, um, be careful what you wish for. If you give an inch, they take a mile. We all know this. Um, I had a couple of questions today about the Agenda 2021 deal. I'm just going to read a couple sections of this 351-page document, okay? For those of you that don't know who, what Agenda 2021 is, it was written by the United Nations Sustainable Development Team in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. June 3rd to the 14th, 1992. And in inside this document is the manifesto that's going, that they're trying to implement as you can see, they, they're getting away with it. We're trying to stop them. But this is supposed to take place this year and to help with their agenda, their globalist regime, all the way through 2030. And by that time, it is their goal to have complete and utter control of the United States using the United Nations to do so. Because let's face it, guys, the rest of the world has already fallen to this indoctrination, this globalist communist society. That's why the majority world does not like us, because we are the last stand. We are the shining city on top of the hill. Okay, so section one talks about social and economic dimensions. They're, they're going to, quote-unquote, combat poverty, change consumption patterns, you know, uh, they're going to protect and promote human health conditions. Climate change. Integrating environment and development and decision making. I mean, promoting sustain sustainable human settlement development. So all these, all these manifestos, all this agenda, 
is all part of that globalist indoctrination where everyone's the same. Everyone, everyone's going to get free everything, and you're a human, so you're entitled to someone else's stuff. It's all part of the. It's all part of this regime, this disgusting communist socialistic regime. You know, if you ever wonder where your taxes go, don't be shocked when you see, you know, uh, some more stimulus checks. You know, and, and most of our money will not even go to us. It'll go somewhere else. It's all going towards this agenda, this plan. To help out all these other countries and want to help bring about the entirety, the entirety of the end of the United States. Section 2 talks about protection of the atmosphere. You know, and, and uh, the, you know, making a, making a hemispherical bubble, it says, around the ozone layer. So this is how sick these people are. They're trying to control the weather. They're trying to control everything that we do. Um, combat, com, uh, combating deforestation. So how do you do that exactly when you're banning plastic bags and you want everyone to use paper? How is that combating deforestation? Aren't you killing trees to make paper bags? Does that make any sense? Oh, but we can, re, we can replant trees at a faster rate. We, uh, we, we planted... One million trees last year. Okay, good for you. But that's not going to stop the fact that you're using paper bags for everything now. That's not environmentally friendly. You're destabilizing our ecosystem by killing more trees so you can feel better at the end of the day with your little paper bag. And I, you know, speaking of, why are all these stores asking me if I need a bag now? Does that make any sense to you? Sir, would you like a bag with that? Yeah, I got like 20 items. What am I going to do? Put them in my coat pocket? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. You know, like, this is an agenda, guys. Okay, now I'm going to keep reading here. Conservation of biological diversity. Hmm, I wonder what that means. Environmentally sound management of biotechnology. Protection of the oceans, all kinds of seas, enclosed and semi-enclosed areas, coastal Coastal protection, rational use and development of their living resources. Environmentally sound management of hazardous wastes, sewage-related issues, safe and environmentally sound management. You see all this safe language that they're using? They're going to eventually get rid of nuclear power so they can bring about a solar, solar paneled, uh, you know, field. For the record, guys, solar panel, well, it's a cute idea. It's a cute idea, but at the end of the day, solar panels cost more money, not just to make, they do more harm to the environment with the fracketeering, okay, into the earth for minerals, and they, and they don't generate as much power as nuclear power, okay? Yes, does nu do nuclear plants create waste? Sure. But if you look at the majority of the amount of power plants there are, they're able to power humongous grids of electricity throughout our country. Wind power, solar power, eco-friendly nonsense is not going to get that job done currently. There's too many homes that need electricity, business buildings, signboards, light boards, this advertising thing, that advertising thing. You know, you got 24-7 stores now. So let me get this straight. You think a field of solar panels that only generate a tenth, a tenth, when you put them all together, it's still a tenth of what nuclear power plants can do. 
And you can have millions of these things and still not catch up to the technology, still not, uh, you know, uh, catch up to nuclear fission. You got to get your heads out of your behinds. You guys are thinking you're doing the right thing. But in reality, you're giving these United Nationers, these globalist hacks, your freedom and your power. Also, you could feel eco-friendly. How does that make any sense to you? Section number three. And here's a big one I want you guys to remember about this manifesto, this United Nation nonsense. Strengthening the role of major groups, such as... Are you ready? Because I'm sure a lot of you already fell for this indoctrination already. Global action for women towards sustainable and equitable development. The children and the youth. Recognizing and strengthening the role of indigenous people in their communities. So all this divide and conquer tactics. Strengthening the role of non-governmental organizations. Now what non-governmental organizations can you think of right now that have been empowered to act against the evils or their version of evil? Oh, let me think. Uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, LGBT activists. You know, activists strengthening the role of of, of non governmental organizations. So, what are you what are you saying that the five hundred one c three charity of Al Sharpton's group needs to be in power now? And recognizing the strengthening the role of indigenous people. I mean, you've already pitted people against each other. The liberal indoctrination is exactly that. I mean, they already have a, a you know a national indigenous people's day to replace Thanksgiving. You know, we're supposed to get rid of Columbus Day. We're supposed to get rid of all the statues, all these white slave owners that were just so terrible to uh, the United States. Meanwhile, they freed our slaves. Meanwhile, they helped write the Constitution. Meanwhile, they helped give us the Bill of Rights and our God-given rights and your ability to protect yourself in case a tyrannical government comes to power, like what's happening right now. But let's forget all that, and let's concentrate on the separation of people, divide and conquer. Makes no sense to me. Okay, I'm going to continue to read on here with section 3. It goes on to say, the strengthening of the role of workers and their trade unions, and the scientific and technological community. So yeah, the technological community is your smartphones, your TVs, you know, everything is a smart this and a smart that and eco-friendly this and eco-friendly that. If you push a button, does everything for you. It's all part of the plan because at the same time, you may think this is all good for convenience, right? But, again, what are you surrendering? Your freedom, your rights, your ability. You're being censored. You're strengthening the same people, the same 97% of all that, you know, climate, you know, scientists, climate scientists, for climate change. You're giving them power. You're, you know, you're giving them their manifesto. I don't think you guys get that just yet. Scientific and technological community versus what? You want us to trust the science whenever it suits your agenda. The nurses that have spoken out against the falseness of COVID-19 have been silenced. Conservatives, patriots, Libertarians, people like myself that want this country to succeed without this United Nation manifesto have all been silenced. I've had to make several fake accounts already just so I could talk to you guys here and get the message out. 
Unbelievable. Okay, now, th there's a very important clause here I want you to uh, listen to real quick. This is chapter one of a preamble. Okay, this is basically an outline, paragraph for paragraph, of what the Agenda 21 is, in a nutshell. And they talk a lot about humanity. What humanity? Humanity to them stands at a defining moment in history. We are confronted with the perpetual of disparities between and within nations, a worsening of poverty, hunger, ill health, and illiteracy, and the continuing deterioration of the ecosystems on which we depend for our well-being. However, the integration of environment and developmental concerns and greater attention to them will lead to the fulfillment of basic needs. Improving living standards for all. Again, with this utopianism. Better protected and managed ecosystems. Environmentally sound, environmentally safe. You got to get rid of all your old light bulbs. Get environmentally you know, sound light bulb. It generates less electricity. You got to convert over to solar power, not gas-powered cars, and you know, like all this soft language, guys. No nation can achieve this on its own, but together we can. In a global partnership, oh, a global partnership for sustainable development, a global community where everyone just gets along, and all of a sudden, everything is fine. There's no more hate speech. There's no more racism. You're not allowed to say what you want. Everything is designed to take your freedom of thought, your freedom of speech, out from the equation. Another part of the preamble. We are going to address the pressing problems of today and also aim at preparing the world for the challenges of the next century. It reflects a global consensus and political commitment at the highest level on development and environment cooperation. Its successful implementation is first and foremost the responsibility of governments. So, let me get this straight. You're giving power to yourself. You're letting your citizens give more power to you in an attempt to think that you're going to fix all their problems? Like, so let me get this straight. You're even willing to create the COVID-19 virus. Because let's face it, guys, it didn't come from a bat. It came from foreign entities in association with ours. And like I said, Agenda 2021, it's right here. The Communist Manifesto is true. We all must be very aware now and wake up. Please, for, for goodness sake, wake up. You guys have heard me in, you know, several times already. Stay aware to what's going on around you. Understand what's going on behind the scenes. Look behind the curtain. And don't be afraid to, because at this point, their agenda is already underway. And it's up to us, the last of the Americans per se, just like the last of the Mohegans, to fight against the tyranny, the tyrannical British, right? The tyrannical globalists. It is up to us to stand against this. Look, it all sounds good on paper, but you can't make everyone agree in every single thing. You can't make socialism and communism ideal for the rest of the world and for an independent thinker like myself and others. It does not work out too well. You will have resistance, and I do understand one thing about communism. That 
and I don't even know how I'm going to say this, that it's easy to fall for. Sounds good. Might even taste good. But everyone knows not everyone likes the same food. Right? You like chocolate. I like vanilla. You like ketchup with your french fries. I like gravy sauce. Right? Like, you can compare anything. And the thing is, they want everyone to just unite and hold hands and sing Kumbaya. But we need the government to enforce this. So what do you think this virus is then? Just something that randomly just popped out of nowhere and all of a sudden we all have to, you know, uh, agree to it? No, it doesn't make any sense. It's all for this agenda. They even talk about it later down the road here. I'm just going to continue to read some more, but... It's just simply out of control. It's simply out of control. I mean, they go they go on to say about uh, developing countries in in relation to domestic policies. So, using the United Nations or the globalist agenda for the only policy a country to have. You know, like how sick is this? How controlling is this? The international economy, it says, should provide a supportive international climate for achieving environment and developmental goals by doing the following. Oh my goodness. An open, equitable, secure, non-discriminatory and predictable multilateral trading system that is consistent with the goals of sustainable development and leads to the optimal distribution of global production in accordance with comparative advantage is a benefit to all trading partners. So they're going to control the trade routes, control what we export, you know, what we export and import. They take over countries like this. I mean, I mean, look what happened with us in China. They're giving China all the power. They're making us reliant on them. And, you know, don't get me wrong, it's the companies here. It's their fault too. Right, but at the same time, I mean, no. No, you can't control trade routes and have everything the same. And everyone's everyone's trade tariffs should be the same. And and who who's exactly dictating at the top? Who's watching all this? Who are we allowing? The United Nations. The globalist society. The top 1 and 2% of the world is going to be in control if we allow this to happen. I mean, you know, it says here non-tariffs, all, all, all aimed at liberalization and at policies to make production more responsive to environment and development needs. Trade liberalization should therefore be pursued on a global basis across economic sectors so as to, con- to, uh, to contribute to sustainable development. Like everything is designed. I like how they use the word liberal. Isn't it amazing how all these brainwashed yuppies, these yo-yos, all believe in this? They all believe in communism? I mean, is it a surprise to you that all these liberal college professors brainwash our children day in and day out? Are you guys familiar with Project Sunshine? If you're not, I'm just going to educate you on it real quick. Project Sunshine was launched several years ago in response to President Trump. And even before that, actually, when um, Obama was finishing his you know, last 
part of his crap term, that's when this came into play. And you wonder why our youth hate America. You wonder why they're taught about communism before anything. You wonder why they're taught the false version of our country. You know, the, the false history, per se. Project Sunshine. They all taught these, you know, it was developed, first of all, it was developed by the same communists, by the same globalist scum that created Agenda 2021. It's in their manifesto. The same hippies of the past from the 1960s, and you guys heard of, uh, heard me say, you know, uh, multiple, you know, reports and stories about all these hippie flower children from the 60s and 70s that never grew up. And they decided to become college professors or brainwash others into doing the same, you know, and somehow they weasel their way into our school systems and our government. But it's, it's funny. It really is. Like, you look at public education, it sucks. You look at, uh, you know, local colleges, community colleges. It's amazing how it says community in it, right? Community. Like communism, where they get to teach the stuff that the government wants the teachers to brainwash our children with. It's all part of the plan. We must be ready, guys. Like, Agenda 2021 is well underway. There's there's divide and conquer tactics between race, religion, creed, you know, political sides of the aisle. We need to start standing because if we don't, I mean, hell, look what they did to Trump. Well, more so, they're going to do to us and what's in store for us. I mean, they're even saying by 2024, there's going to be another virus, a deadlier kind designed to finish the job. These vaccines are not helping us. We all know what's in store. So let's be more awake and aware. Stay relentless.